Welcome to Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Well, guys, we have a special guest with us today. Today, we have Jamila Perry with us. Who is Jamila Perry? Well, Jamila Perry has a BS, a Bachelor of Science in Psychology. Unfortunately, she did not use her degree. She works for an insurance company with, while in she worked for an insurance company while she was in college and ended up becoming a claims adjuster and has been doing that for the past 12 years. She recently became a NAMI leader and will be going out into the community to tell her story and provide support for loved ones and family members with mental health challenges. She eventually would like to become a coach for family members and loved ones of those with mental health conditions. She has been doing that for the past 20 years. So with that said, I now present to you Jamila Perry. Jamila, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Cleone. Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. So tell us a little bit more about your profession, what you do as a claims, I guess it's a claims adjuster. Yeah, I work for a mortgage company okay. and I file claims on their behalf on properties that are vacant. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's what I do. Okay, cool. And tell me a little bit more about you becoming a volunteer for NAMI. Uh, can you please first um, tell us what NAMI stands for and then and how you became involved? Um, NAMI stands for a National Alliance of mental illness. Um, and with me wanting to become a coach for um, family members of people that have mental health conditions, um, that's what NAMI does. They provide support to the community and they also provide support to family members of people who have mental health conditions. Um, I have a family member that has a mental health condition. So you know, for the past 20 years, I've done that. So I feel like, you know, that's what I want to do to give back. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So with that said, we're going to go right into the mental health um, part of this interview. So for my first question to you, what is your mental health diagnosis? And when were you diagnosed? Um, I am diagnosed with bipolar 2. Um, depression and anxiety. I was diagnosed with depression first and anxiety um, when I was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. um, and over the years, I tried all, you know, different antidepressants. I've been on just about every antidepressant out there um, and none of them helped. Um, so uh, about seven years ago, 
I went to a psychiatrist um, because I was depressed and he's actually the psychiatrist of my family member that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, so he gave me a piece of paper with 10 questions on it and I answered them and he just looked at the paper and without even really looking up at me, he just nonchalantly said, you have bipolar too. Wow. And I was just like, okay, no, I don't. <laughs> um, and then he prescribed me medication and I took it, you know, cause I was like, you know, I just don't want to feel depressed, you know, like I'll try anything. Um, so, you know, I went through the next four years in denial. Um, I was taking medication, but I was under medicated and, and, 2021, the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021, um, I basically had a mental breakdown. Um, I was very hypomanic. Um, I was destructive and I was resistant to getting help. Uh, my family begged me to get help. So I did um, go into intensive outpatient therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, and then during this time I had taken a leave of absence from work and, um, I went into IOP and I did a four week, um, outpatient and it really helped. It taught me a lot. Um, and after that, that's when I started taking my mental health seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually hypomanic after that because I still was not medicated properly properly. Um, and then it was until maybe like six months later, um, I started taking a mood stabilizer and that just changed my life. And since then I've gotten into therapy. I've always been in therapy, but I'd never, um, really been honest about what's, what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I found a therapist and I was like, okay, I'm just going to say everything. And I was like super nervous, but I was like, I'm just going to say it all and just get it out there. And that was really good for me. We bonded and I still see her and she's amazing. She's helped me get through a lot. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, that kind of goes, you pretty much answered two questions. Um, so I will go on to the next question. Um, you, I think you kind of told us a little bit, a bit about your mental health story of resilience, uh, which was the therapy that you had to take and the medication and also accepting your, your illness, which was really good because acceptance is really important. So I'm going to ask another question. What did you have to do to overcome or bounce back from your low points? List all the resources that you had to use. Um, well, then that kind of goes in with what we were talking about before. Um, the IOP um, was really good. Um, and then eventually getting on the correct medication and getting in with a good therapist. Mm -hmm. um, it did take a while, maybe like a year to get to that point. But um, I eventually did. And I'm in a good space right now. Okay. So what's not, what you said an ILP or IOP? What is Yeah, that? sorry. What is that? It's intensive outpatient therapy. Oh, okay. Intensive outpatient therapy. Okay. Cool. And what's that like? Um, 
you it's a class you go um five times you have to go five times a week at least um each class is four hours wow. and um it takes about a month to go through the program but they teach you about mental health um you know in general and then they kind of touch on every subject so you know, I really didn't understand bipolar before that. I didn't, I honestly didn't care to understand because I was in denial. Um, but after that, I did understand and things started to make more sense. And I started to think about things that happened in the past. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, I was hypomanic there, you know? So um, it just taught me a lot. And it's just helped me to get to where I am now with uh, my advocacy. Um, so yeah, that, that helped a lot. Cool. All right. The next question I have for you is what are three things you wish you had available when you were at your lowest point? Um, I wish I had better healthcare. Um, I was an intensive outpatient, but the psychiatrist that was there, he didn't medicate me properly. Um, I was still on the same medication that I had been on for four years. Um, they increased it, but it still did not help because after I was hypomanic. Um, and then I wish that I had a more understanding employer mm -hmm. um, because I mentioned before I was on a leave of absence and I was trying to get the time extended because I was still in um, outpatient therapy. Um, but the person that I spoke with in HR kind of like acted like I was faking or, you know, cause she's like, well, do. do you have any physical ailments? And I'm like, no. And just the way that she talked to me, like, well, why do you still need time off? You know? So I ended up going back to work and within two weeks, um, I got quote unquote laid off. Oh no. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. That's horrible. And then you mentioned, I think there was a third thing that you were going to, or did you already? Um, I guess I just wish I had more peer support. Yeah. Um, but part of that is, is my fault because I wasn't very open about what was going on. Um, and a thing that I wish for myself um, is that I had more control over my emotions because I was so destructive, um, but I know that that wasn't possible during that time. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. Thank you very much for, for sharing your input. Um, the next question is, what words of hope can you give to our listeners? What would you tell them? Um, I would tell them that they are not alone. Um, and this is for people who have mental health conditions. Um, I mentioned that I do advocacy um, on Instagram. And I think the two main things that I advocate for um, is support and education. Um, with the support, my followers within the community that I've created, um, um, we, we all, all kind of go through the same thing. Um, we're all different. We're all, you know, have different personalities, but there's certain things that come along with bipolar too that only we experience. And when you're able to talk about that amongst peers, 
it's life-changing, you know, because you don't feel so alone. You don't feel isolated. Um, you don't feel like you're crazy, like some people would think. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just like to educate the community because people, you know, they have their stereotypes. I had my stereotypes. That's why I didn't um, accept my diagnosis, you know, because I always thought that people with bipolar like talk a lot and are hyper, you know, and that's just all that I thought about it. And I figured that I was not like that. So how could I have bipolar? But meeting all of these different people, I understand that every, all of us are different, you know, and we don't experience the disorder in the same way. And I just want people to know that, you know, to know that, you know, we are people. Yeah. Whatever your stereotype is, it's probably not correct, you know, because there, there's just so much more to it and people just think of it on the surface level, but there, there's so much more to it. Definitely, definitely. Well, those are wise words, definitely. Thank you very much. So now we're going to take a switch in the interview a little bit and we're going to be talking a little bit about music therapy. As you can see behind me, there's a book that says the music of my life. Uh, on the uh to my on this side <laughs> uh, and basically it's a book about my journey with music therapy and bipolar disorder with that said i would like to ask you the question what types of music do you like i, I like all different kinds of music i've always listened to everything um from you know r&b hip-hop uh not too much pop. Um, I've listened to a lot of Christian music in the past, which I keep thinking that I need to create a playlist um, because I lost all of my my songs. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that that would be uplifting. But basically right now, um, I just listen to what my kids listen to. <laughs> I listen to my daughter's playlist. She's 18. so And she has like a wide range of stuff on hers too. So Cool, cool. All right, so with music there, what are your thoughts about music therapy like, um, and how it actually can help you with your journey? What are your thoughts about that, about music? Um, I think it's good. Um, like I said, I would like to start listening to more positive music. Um, but, you know, when you invited me to your live on Monday, that was amazing. The song was like stuck in my head for the rest of the day. So, you know, it's just good to hear that type of music and, you know, it's uplifting and it kind of, you know, improves your day. So. Cool. Well, <laughs> glad that I'm, I'm glad that I'm influencing with my music therapy 42 Mondays <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. So you guys can follow, my, follow me there on Mondays. Okay. With that said, how can we stay in touch with you? What are your social media handles? Um, my Instagram is black underscore girl underscore uninterrupted. Um, on TikTok, I am black girl uninterrupted. And I just started a blog. And um, that website is um, blackgirluninterrupted.com. Cool. Perfect. Well, Jamila, it was a pleasure having you as a guest on our show. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. No problem. It's and really to, good talking to you. Likewise. And to all you resilient minds out there, until next time, please subscribe to us on all your 
on all our platforms. And don't forget to rate the show and leave a show, a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Also, join the community of Resilient Minds and sign up for our monthly newsletter at cleonicrawford.com. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, The Music of My Life, on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. And if you can think of one person that will receive value from today's show or connect with Jamila's testimonial, please share it with them. Feel free to take a screenshot of this week's episode of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself at OnlyCleone or ResilientMinds365 and today's guest at Black underscore girl underscore uninterrupted. Um, and remember, mental health is not a death sentence. Despite your illness, you can strive, thrive, and live a life of abundance. Until next time, I'm Cleone Crawford, and I'm signing off.